Welcome everyone. This is not a new episode of What's the Obsession With? It's the one of our sort of mini episodes uh, that we call Let's Get Weird About. Uh, and if you watch our... Uh, I have to start over. No, you don't because we're being... But that's fine because we're getting weird. We are uh, a little unedited... <laughs> Uh, unprepared. So our regular podcasts, you don't watch them, you listen to them. Our regular podcasts, we uh, actually are, are pretty well prepared. We have notes for things like that. And um, we kind of have a script that we try and follow. And uh, you will not miss anything in the What's the Obsession with canon if you skip this episode. <laughs> yes, we promise not to like come up with a great joke that we bring up again and again. The, uh, the what's the obsession with cinematic universe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so we're getting weird about isolation and quarantine. Such a great topic. So lively and fun. And I know. It's really great that I just woke up um, like half an hour ago and I think you're hungover. So it's great. Are you having polar? I am. I've, uh, I'm a big, uh, I'm drinking polar Polar, seltzer, ruby red, grapefruit. I feel like I got into a, a, a lively debate with um, Pete Binswanger, like the Shadowhunters writers, um, where we were talking about what was better, LaCroix or Polar Ice. And there was a clear divisions in the, that camp. I just remember that. And I remember I was so like, Polar Ice isn't even that good. But you want to know what? Polar Ice does have a lot of variety of flavors. I will give them that. I had a lemonade one that was really tasty, and um, I don't drink seltzer. I think water should taste like water. But um, if I'm gonna support a seltzer, it's gonna be polar. Um, but that's not the topic. The topic is that we've been um, in isolation for. Bria and I went into isolation on the same day. Um, we didn't like coordinate. We just did it um, individually on March 14th. So today we're gonna date ourselves is day 77 of being home. <laughs> I will say, I mean, that is with, um, you know, trips to the store occasionally, uh, which we should totally break down what that entails, leaving the house. So, you know, I haven't been in complete isolation just because I uh, have to get things like food or, um, you know, stuff like that. But in terms of um, not going about my regular day to day, um, which is made easy by the, like, it's easy to stick to that because uh, where I live, which I will not disclose my town. Actually, I feel like it says it on my profile, whatever. My town is, was in, <laughs> my town is in, uh, uh, you know what? F come here. Come here if you would like. It's very beautiful and there's a lot of people. And um, <clears throat> so anyway, it's been made a little bit easy by the fact that the town is doing social isolation too. So, um, and people have been really, good about it and and um people have been sticking to it pretty well a lot of restaurants are doing you know takeout and you know curbside pickup and even like the home depot you like they only let in x number of people in the store at a time and you have to have a mask and i mean i've only gone across the street to my supermarket to my Publix. i'm in miami you can't find me so it's fine you'll never find me um so i was just crossing the street to Publix every so often to get food um, but that's about it. So isolation isn't all wiping down your groceries and, uh, <laughs> and taking a shower as soon as you touch the outside air. Sometimes, uh, you 
pick up fun hobbies and you do neat stuff with your time. Uh, I guess neat is a subjective term. So what have you been doing uh, to stave off the boredom? But boredom doesn't fully cover it. It's a it's a deeper boredom. And I wish there was a new word. Yeah, it's like an existential boredom. The great thing about it is that it's also tinged with just a little bit of panic. And then uh, a yeah. little bit of a... Uh, like like paranoia and then a little bit of like helplessness and then it's a very familiar feeling if you're a person living with anxiety and a certain level of privilege in life it's a very familiar feeling of like i don't have any duties or responsibilities but i feel like i should um and so i just give myself tasks uh i i learned to bake and by i learned to bake means I made some cookies from scratch and I didn't kill them. Um, so it's nothing complex. Um, although I am looking up um, witcher recipes because I want to like cook food that they eat on the witcher. It's I'm You need to make bored. my no-need bread. I, I'll send you the recipe. I posted about it on Instagram. I, uh, this this one of my neighbors made a little um she made these baking kits for people really sweet and so she like had them out on her porch they were separate you like sent your name in it was like on next door and you you know we messaged her and so she had like a little thing uh that she left out for everybody like kind of divided up into little things and it contained flour this recipe uh some yeast uh it contained everything and like some salt it contained everything that you would need to make this no need bread recipe. And so it was like a starter kit for it. Um, and so that's how I started. It almost looks like sourdough, like a little round sourdough thing, but it's the easiest thing ever to make. And um, it looks it looks like something in The Witcher. It really does. It looks like, um, oh. like when you eat it and you tear it apart, it's like, I feel very like, this is taking me back to like, <laughs> like, yeah. like 13th century peasant or something like that. Like I feel very, I love that it was your neighbor that got you started, though. I feel like there's a lot to be said about how much we're interacting with people now that we can't physically interact with people. Like, I got my really soft chocolate chip cookie recipe from this cosplaying couple I follow. And the girl in the couple is, like, a really great, positive Instagram person. She's always posting, like, great tips and things. And then I saw these cookies, and I'm like, I've been sitting on this couch for five days. I'm going to bake some cookies. And they turn out great, and I make them all the time. Um, but yeah, I like that. I feel like I'm doing a great job of staying connected with people. I'm congratulating myself on that. Yeah, I find it's really interesting the ways that um, uh, people in the community are are staying connected, like craving that casual contact because it's it. You know, even at the grocery store, I realized how much I missed like speaking to people and just interacting and it's like hi way over there person 10 feet away like I'm gonna nod I can't even see your face because you're wearing a mask you know and it's just very like like I, I realized how much it's like wow even at the grocery store like you used to have like be able to have ca casual conversations and it's just obviously it's a lot harder now so. yeah or smiling at people like I can't smile at people anymore, which is like my favorite thing to do with strangers because you gotta smile. You have to use your smiles because the so that people can see the smiling through your. Yeah, I mean, I still smile, but like I guess they'd have to read my eyes. But the thing is, I have very sad eyes. I always have. They're my eyes are downturned, so they're very sad looking. So I don't know if it's working. 
Um, I rely on my mouth a lot, but I have gotten a lot of compliments on my mask, which Brie actually sent me. Um, it's adorable. Um, we'll post pics. Uh, yeah, should post the photo. We should post pictures of our uh, of us in our pandemic fashion. Yeah, um, I yeah you can't. We should post a screenshot of this because you're in your little cute little kimono house robe, and I'm in my pirate outfit. I. There's a, it's a look. What you're wearing right now is definitely a look. <laughs> I do try to like dress up and cosplay and put my lipstick on in the morning, even like especially when I feel like shit. Oh, you do look great. And now I'm I'm holding for those just um who didn't quite understand what just happened. I just went and got a sword, and I'm holding it. Adri's dressed like a pirate. I'm in a floral house robe that I got from Forever Twenty One. Um, there's just a lot going on. Um, there's a lot going on here in quarantine. Um. <laughs> So, like, so Adrian's been getting into baking and apparently giving the moms around her uh, goodies for Mother's Day and D&D. And uh, I've been getting into D&D as well, but uh, another big thing that I've been really getting into is gardening. So I've always been a crazy plant person. My house, when you come into my house, uh, I feel it's like a point of pride that I think, well, actually, nobody's coming into my house now because I'm isolated. But... <clears throat> when people can come back to my house, uh, I hope that the first thing that they say is that, wow, you have a lot of plants, perhaps too many. <laughs> and uh, I know that Haley, her, uh, my, my roommate has, has uh, said I'm not allowed to get any more plants in our house because she was like, I'm standing in our front door and I can count without moving my head 50 plants, like of various sizes. <laughs> She's, and our house is tiny. Like it, it's on like a... It's just like as small as you can make something and have it not be like a tiny house. So it's a very, very small. Um, and it, uh, yeah, it's so just a packet full. Just every inch is just, there's some on the ground, there's some hanging in the shelf. Most parts, I've seen most parts of your house in different video conferences, and I've never not seen a plant in the shop with you. There's like nowhere you can, there's nowhere you can record that there isn't also a plant. I love it. But so I'm, I'm worried about plants. And, um, but because I've been isolated, I've started to do a lot of gardening. And in particular, uh, you know, because I have this, it's not a backyard, it's like a sidewalk area that in, in around my our back door, it's like a little like a dog run, essentially. And I have totally fixed that up and put different pots of plants there. And I've been trying to grow herbs and things. Um, and, and done it up all fancy, but I've just been really getting into, um, yeah, mostly, mostly herbs and stuff. I have cucumbers growing, I have strawberries, uh, I have tomato plants, which require a lot of nurturing where I'm located because, um, they don't like any cold and we randomly will get freezes up through July here, uh, overnight just cause it's the, the altitude, I think. So you have to be, I have to bring them in every night. I, up until recently I was having to bring them in every night. So it's kind of a, a thing. But um, a lot of my stuff um, I got um, from neighbors. I'm on this Facebook group, and a lot of people were like, oh, I have extra starts, like extra plant starts. Um, who wants to lay claim to them? I'll leave them outside. Uh, my The mint uh, bush I got was actually used to just be a pile of roots that my neighbor had dug up, and apparently mint is really prolific. And so uh, if you have just a tiny little bit of it, it'll just turn into a plant that some people consider it a weed. And so 
I was like, okay, thanks, dude, for this pile of, <laughs> you know, he left it out in a pot, and because I, I was like, you know, hey, anybody have any plants that they're digging up or whatever, and so I was like, sure, and I potted it, and it's been a few weeks now, and it's just has, it's huge, I'll totally post a photo of it, I can't even believe it, and then the same thing with hops, my brother, at my brother's house, they have a hops bush in their backyard, and my sister-in-law dug, dug up, like, a, a root and a single branch for me, and that is now, like, climbing up a, a terrace that I put up in my my little back area and it's kind of um but it was funny that back there it was just a bunch of kind of sad looking plants for just a couple weeks where everything was like I was like <laughs> my roommates were like what are you doing all these like piles of dirt and I'm like I had neighbors put things out for me and you know they they dug up little things for me and and my family gave me some and um and then some of the stuff I did get from uh um the local a bunch of a couple of the local nurseries here will do either um like curbside pickup or delivery and so i've been trying to support them and not like do the delivery at um home depot because you know supporting local businesses <clears throat> which is an aside too if this is something that you do want to get into i suggest that you contact your local uh any of your local stores and see if they'll do that option um that's so productive i'm just thinking about making more cookies right now <laughs> I really, I love it. I love, I love the gardening uh, thing. Oh my gosh, that, sorry, I just added pots because one of my plants is in, um, in the window and it's getting too much bright light and it, I swear to God, the plant just gave me help me eyes. I don't know how that, you know, like <laughs> the, the plant's like, I don't like it here. So I'm going to go rescue it after this. <laughs> I don't, I don't have that, that ability for you. I don't know what you're talking about. I just look at them and if they look sad, I just water them or move them. Yeah. No, I just, I can just tell that it's not loving that direct light. I thought it would, but it's not. It's a spider plant. They're weird. Sometimes they like it and sometimes they don't. You have to be weird about the direct light. Sometimes they just deal with it. Like I have a spider plant that I know doesn't love one of the windows, but it's, it's dealt with it. So anyway, so yeah, I've been just getting into gardening and, and fixing up my yard and, um, oh my gosh, actually the funniest thing happened was, um, we are required by our lease to maintain the lawn and and i'm going to complain about my landlord here because i hate landlords but it's a whole other thing <laughs> but he it's a, or actually it's the property managers that were this they were just really unforgiving about the fact that we were like yeah we get it we have to mow the lawn but where's where am i going to get a lawnmower in this in this economy <laughs> what am i going to do and like it's a little big to load into my car and so it's like how am i going to get they're expensive nobody has any money how am i going to get it into the like i don't have a car that can really fit a lawnmower like how am I when you get one delivered I don't know so I was just like it's kind of weird right now we can't get a lawnmower like we'll do it when we can and they were really not flexible on it like you have to have it done by this date and they were and so I was like fine so I posted on next door and I was like does anybody have a mower or a weed eater it's just a tiny strip of grass it's not that big and I was like I'm not spending $200 on a mower and then spending more to get it delivered for this tiny little stretch of grass and um also, I don't have the money. <clears throat> and, uh, but so I posted on Nextdoor about it. Uh, if the neighbors had someone that, um, had, had one that they were getting rid of or anything. And this really sweet older gentleman had one of those, uh, old, those, uh, hand push ones. The, like, the ones, oh. like, the ones, like, from, like, the 1950s or whatever. Like, the, like, the old, yeah. like, uh, I'll, I'll totally post a photo of this too because it's really uh, neat. So I was like, yeah, uh, I'll take that. That looks great. It's, you know, I don't have to have gas or anything and it's not electrical. 
Um, and so I got, picked that up and it looks so old timey. It's actually a newer one, but it just looks super old timey and I love it. Um, but it is really hard to mow tall grass with that. And so I was struggling for like an hour and a half before like one of my neighbors took pity and like was mowing his lawn and he was just like, go inside. I'm going to go finish your lawn up. <laughs> and he finished it down. But he, his point was like, he was like, He's like, uh, with those ones, though, it's really hard when the grass is that tall. But now that he, like, cut it down, I'm able to mow it now easily. With your little hipster, old-timey lawnmower. That is so cute. It's really fun. I was like, man, things, life was so hard. I mean, life's hard now, but, like, sometimes, like, I'll get reminded of, you know, it was a lot more difficult. Yeah. People having to, I, I, like, still have the calluses on my hand. So you become like an old-timey gardener, basically. It is. It's funny. I'm like growing my own food and uh, growing my own food and mowing my lawn. With I'm I'm almost a bird watcher. That's a thing I've picked up. I've I don't know any birds, so all the birds I watch are very recognizable birds. Like I saw a white pigeon which i decided to call a white dove i don't know what the difference between a dove and a pigeon is i think pigeons aren't doves i just think <clears throat> i think just doves are pigeons with better pr i somebody correct us in the comments um yeah but i saw like a completely white one and i'm like yes peace has come to earth or whatever and then i saw what i believe is a woodpecker based on the fact that it had a little red head and a little gray body and it sounded like the Woody Woodpecker noise. So my mom is really into bird watching. They, you can get books. You should get some. Um, I, you should look and see. There's probably a local chapter for your area, so you can see the kind of birds that you're looking at. My mom is really into it here, and she's always trying to make me look. And I'm like, Mom, I, I, I saw, I saw. Okay, she'll like, look, look, there it is again. And they're like, I just think they're neat. So those are all the cute little cottage core things that we're doing um, because uh, we can, again, because we live with a certain level of privilege, Brie and I do. But there have been really shitty days, too. Oh, oops, PG-13. Um, there have been really crappy days, and we should talk about those, too. Pretty hard. I mean, it, it sucks because so my roommate is uh, she's considered an essential worker. Um, which she works in, so she's having to go out and work, and that's, like, an added stress for her and me, but she's happy that she's able to make money, but also, like, it's every time she leaves, we're, like, I feel like I'm, like, sending her off to war or something like that. Like, it's really not a, a good feeling, and fortunately, my, my job that I do, I'm able to work remotely, um, but uh, it's still been really, uh, it's still been really hard. Like, I'm, I'm very thankful that I'm able to do to do that from home and um but the the isolation is does really get to you. I think even <clears throat> I was wasn't realizing how much I'm like, wow, I'm an introvert, but this is damn. <laughs> like this is is like extra extra introvert mode. Yeah, it's it's a lot. My partner's also considered essential. Um so he's off four days a week for ten hours, um which is a lot of time for me to be here thinking about nothing and staring at the wall. Um, and some days I wake up and I'm like, I'm going to put my makeup on and make some cookies and water my plants. But then other days I'm just like, I get up, I brush my teeth and then I say, nope. And then I plant myself on the couch and then I don't get up all day. Um, those happen. 
Those are also days that happen. I, I get a lot of anxiety about people. I care about getting sick and or dying and then me not finding out. I have a very kind of specific thing that I fret about. Like, so when people drive, I'm always like, tell me when you get home or tell me this. And, that, and that's like a very specific kind of anxiety for me is that like people I care about will get injured or sick or get hurt. And so since this has started, it's like, I, I can't even say that, oh, Brie, you're just being your, you're being you. Like, it's not that bad because like no it is like they they could get sick they could die they could like people are are die like so it's not in my head and so it's i think it's it's um uh it for, for a while it was so oppressive that i just was like i felt like there was someone just like um like like just encroaching on every side that kind of anxiety but now it settled to just like almost a dull piece like a not peace, but it's the wrong word for it. But I think it's just become like a normal, maybe, maybe I've just become actualized to the level of anxiety. I don't know. That's just kind of how it was for me. It was so, it was like, I was genuinely like my heart, like I was having, I couldn't sleep and I was feeling like shakes and, and I, I had to just like not watch the news as much. I don't know. What, what do you think for you? I mean, you think it's gotten better or worse? I think that I've not, I don't know, all the words seem wrong, but I think that I've decided very consciously that if it's just a bad day, I'm going to just let it be and not feel bad about having a bad day. Um, Like if it's just a day where I'm just not going to be able to get much done, it's not going to have any dire consequences. I just let the people around me know, the person around me know, like, hey, um, I'm just going to be the couch today sorry like managing food and stuff is on you and and just let it be and trust that it's gonna pass and that i'll probably be able to be like functional the next day um yeah i think for me it's been a lot less not a lot less anxiety rather i think i it's my usual level of anxiety so it's more the depressive feelings that are hard um because you can't get that interaction with people and you can't get the distractions that you could um, usually get. So it's, it's not great some days, but it's, it's all right other days. Um, and I think it's just a one step at a time sort of situation. Yeah. This whole thing is just uh, bananas. I have been taking, uh, I've been actually keeping a journal and uh about i try and do it every day but i try not to get down on myself for that but i have like a series of prompts that i ask every day and it's things like how am i feeling right now uh, i have like a thing where it's like have you cried today <laughs> and i'll put like a check mark if i've if i've cried and, and and sometimes you know i just i have to just weep it out in the shower and 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 just kind of embrace that it's it's okay to be really sad right now i think that's the thing just getting really um I think that that was almost kind of what I was sort of touching on with like, like my anxiety. Like I beat myself up a lot about when I get anxious about things about it being like in my head or it's not real. And now it's just about like, it is real. (laughs) It is real. This is going on. It it is absolutely crazy. Cry about it. You can cry. It's not like a, there's nothing wrong with, with um, just acknowledging that, that something really sad is, is going on. It's not bad all the time. But that it's okay just to, to be really, 
just to be really bummed out. Like the way that it's tapping into your specific anxiety, it sort of also is tapping into my specific anxiety and that I hate being useless and to be nominally like to be labeled non-essential is like horrible um when all i want to do is try to be helpful and there's really literally nothing i can do right now except not do anything like the way that i am helpful is by just doing absolutely nothing um except you know wear my mask when i go out and that i mean i think it really helped for me when i thought about how like this type of of action of being being in isolation or 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 you know the the level that we are where like you know you're you're limiting how much you go out and who you interact with just remembering that you could have very well already <clears throat> cut down on community spread you know and it's it's something that you don't you can't see it like you could have by staying in you could have saved someone's life or you could have saved you know a family of very expensive hospital trip you know and so yeah. keeping that in mind that it's like it feels very inactive and it feels like you're not doing anything but you are being like helpful like even though it is like you know i'm ordering takeout and <laughs> and marathoning a tv show right now this doesn't feel like i'm i'm contributing anything yeah, but I think, okay, so that's like, that's going to be our takeaway is just keep doing what you're doing, um, whether that's being an essential worker and, you know, bless you, um, or just staying home, staying put, watching Avatar The Last Airbender. Um, yeah, so I think from from gardening to, uh, I'm actually not going to list them. I was going to list all the things that we're doing in isolation. I was like, it's such a short list. I'm not even no. <laughs> It's gonna make it sound really depressing if I'm like from gardening to D and D to sitting on our butts. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, to working from home. Um, if you liked the sound of our rambling and you wonder, I wonder what those girls sound like if they're a little bit more prepared and actually have some show structure. You should definitely check us out on our regular episodes where we get to the bottom of various cultural obsessions. So things like serial killers or the end of the world or aliens. Um, it's a it's a good time and, and, and we hope very educational. This is, uh, I don't think, educational. Um, unless you would like to know more about us. But you should definitely check us out. We are on Twitter at The Obsession Pod. You can hashtag us, The Obsession Pod. You can also find us at Basic Stuff Magazine, which is the uh, magazine that we both run um, that sort of puts this on. Uh, I think everybody just stays safe. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'd I'd love to like see like tweets or comments about what everybody is doing. Um, to stay sane or what your good days and your bad days look like. Also, who are you? Because we have listeners, but we don't know where they're coming from. <laughs> we do have <laughs> listeners. Every time I check the stats, I'm just like, Adri, who are these people? Who are you? <laughs> So who are all these random people that are finding us? Um, I guess, and if you listen to us on iTunes, if you're you're listening to this, uh, give us a rating. Um, I guess, but only if it's if it's a good rating. Don't don't rate us bad. Um, but yeah, definitely go to iTunes and give us a rating. We have like seven ratings right now, and they're like four and five stars. So they're from people we don't know. We checked. 
Um, yeah, tell us how you found us and also um, stay safe. <laughs>